0: Welcome to Radio KAL, the Superman podcast brought to you by supermanhomepage.com. This is show number 40, released on April 30th, 2008. My name is Steve Yunus, and joining me always, as always, is my trusty sidekick, Neil Bailey. Hey, hey, Steve, how are you doing? 40! 40. We
1: are are now officially middle-aged in the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we're showing our age too, I think. Uh, (laughs) How's things with you? Pretty good. I just got back from the Calgary Con. It will be two days in the future when you're hearing this, but uh, yeah, it was it was a blast. Kind of surreal. I, I, I met a lot of folks, and uh, it was a really nice con. I'm going to be doing a write-up of it. Mm-hmm. I got a, a little interview there with The Bomb. I got to meet Rosenbaum, and I
0: Ooh. didn't geek out, didn't get arrested, so it was cool. Excellent, and um, I believe you uh, met a few other uh, comic people, such as uh, Greg Rucker and Mark Wade.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was nice. I got to uh, finally press flesh with Mark Wade, and uh, yeah, talking with Greg Ruck about uh, comic books and that kind of thing. And gosh, I met Bill Willingham, and uh, boy, all kinds of great people. It was it was a blast.
0: Excellent. And uh, how did the uh, Superman homepage table or Superfan homepage table go? It went pretty well. We got we got a
1: lot of people coming by and and asking about Smallville. A lot of people were really curious about the next Superman movie. I had to explain to them that uh yeah, we got good sources but uh unfortunately, we don't know that much yet per se other than the fact that uh JLA is kaput and Superman is uh still on as far as we know, but uh yeah, it was it, it, there were a lot of really really uh passionate conversations, people at cons are always like, oh, no, I hated Superman Returns, or oh, I loved it, it was the best movie ever, and they always expect you to agree with them, so, you know.
0: Excellent. (laughs) It's kind of weird. And uh, is Calgary, how does Calgary uh, Comic Convention compare to, say, some of the others in America that you go to? You
1: know, I've been, I've been to a lot of them. I've been to, uh, gosh, Texas. I've been to uh, Chicago. I've been to LA. It's, it's actually the, the people who put on the con treated me the best out of any of them so far. It was amazing. They did, uh, all kinds of great stuff. Uh, they had this, this great little sketchbook and, uh, Lots of good people. It was. I, I'm definitely going back next year. It's going to become one of my uh, habitual cons. It was amazing, actually.
0: Excellent. All right. Well, let's get into discussions about uh, comic books, uh, which is what usually conventions uh, center around these days. Um, in the Superman world, uh, Kurt Busiek is now finished with the Superman comics. His last issue was uh, was earlier this month, and uh, a new era begins with. Uh, Jeff John still continuing, but uh, James Robinson coming on board as his uh, co writer, and they look like uh, making the Superman comics closer aligned. Uh, something harkening back to the triangle numbering days, maybe, where we get uh, uh, a closer collaboration between the two writers on Action Comics and Superman. Yeah, it's
1: nice. It looks like uh, we might actually get a little bit of the, I don't know if it'll be triangle number Nostalgia, but uh, I I have no idea what to think of James Robinson yet. I've never read any of his stuff, so I'm going in as a blank slate, Mm -hmm. hoping it's going to be pretty good. Kind of like I was with Busia, because I I started reading Astro City when, when he started his run a little bit and then uh, got a little bit of perspective other than Secret Identity, but I've never read anything from James Robinson, so it's going to be a blank slate. I'll try and give it every benefit of the doubt, and hopefully we'll get some synchronicity going on between the two titles, and it'll rock, because yeah. that would just be great, especially with a big Brainiac story. I mean, didn't they... It, it's, we haven't had a really insanely good Brainiac story since maybe Panic in the Sky. Y2K was good, but it was kind of like uh, an alternate Brainiac,
0: yeah, you know? With Brainiac. Well, me, I guess yeah. Panic in
1: the Sky was too, but, uh, you know.
0: Yeah, well, uh, I... Like you, I haven't uh, read anything of James Robinson, and uh, you know it seems that uh, you know Jeff Johns basically approached him about writing uh, alongside him. So I guess if Jeff thinks he's a great writer, then who are we to argue? But um, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm looking looking forward to a more um, uh, you know closer aligned uh, set of books. Uh, you know, we've got only the two main books, I mean, Superman, Batman aside, but, uh, you know, we don't have Adventures of Superman or Man of Steel anymore, so, um, you know, these two books, I think, really need to carry the torch for Superman in regards to uh, regular continuity.
1: Yeah, it's well. It's definitely going to be one of the last straws for me. It's going to be the big chance, you know, because I'm I'm kind of reaching the end of my rope and being raw raw for Superman comics anymore because of the way that he's been treated in the last couple of years. So I'm hoping it'll get me passionate again and and, and inspire me to really bust myself uh, trying trying to promote them again as opposed to the apathy that that has been inspired, you know, other than the Jeff John stuff, pretty pretty recent. Sure. So.
0: Well, talking about apathy, uh, Countdown to Final Crisis... Uh, oh, that's, that's less
1: apathy, <laughs> more hate.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of fans, whether you hate it or whether you just you know, just got tired of it, I don't know. You know um, Countdown to Final Crisis really didn't hit home uh, the way, say, 52 did with most people. And, um, yeah, I uh, was kind of struggling to get towards the end of it. And now Final Crisis, number one, has hit shelves and... Uh, you know what are your thoughts on the on the whole 52 issue
1: well i'm 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 about to write uh my review for countdown number 1 i i haven't gotten it yet cuz of the con obviously but um i i'm struggling to do it and it's not it, it's not that um i can't find the words to express it it's just i a lot of people are are, are uh, they they write letters to me and they're like neil you just you just hate this comic. Why do you even read it? Why are you even going to write a review if you hate it? You know, that kind of thing. And and, and they, they seem to indicate that that I get a real great kick out of tearing something apart. And the reality is, I like doing the positive reviews more, but I've got to be intellectually honest, and if I don't like something, I can't just pretend I like it or find the positive aspects if there's nothing there. And countdown has been probably the biggest exercise since, say, Joe Casey of just on the Superman of just being like, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this, and here's why. And 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 it's a it's a mental drain on me to say nothing of the people who like countdown and want to give it a shot or to, to you know. So with now that it's over, it's kind of a big relief to me. Um, and I'm worried that, that Trinity will be another one of these, but it, especially given that it, they gave it to Kurt Busiek, who kind of had a lackluster Superman run for me. But uh, I'm hoping that Trinity will just be where, where, where Busiek busts out with Superman and where we have a return to kind of a really good weekly comic. But uh, generally speaking, the reason why people were so worried about a weekly comic when it began in the first place with 52, and, and, and I was one of them, even though it had the four best writers, is because there's such an obvious and, and, and palpable chance that everything is going to suck because it's so rushed. And because Rucka and Wade and Johns and Morrison really killed themselves to make 52, too epic. Um it it showed and yet countdown seemed very, very rushed and kinda, you know, apathetic and I think I i I'm, I I want to see how Trinity goes, but I hope it doesn't turn out the same way. Yeah.
0: Well you I, I know for a fact that uh, you prefer to have comics uh really hit the uh you know the top mark for you and that you don't like writing negative reviews. Uh someone commented on the uh one of the latest um spitting bulletin uh video reports on YouTube that uh someone needs to bake you a cake because you seem to hate everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, I you know, it's it's um there there
1: are like three things that I like. No, but it's it's funny if anybody were to anybody were to come to actually uh, visit the house and hang out, they would see that I am just a media file a nut and I like so many things. Yeah. Um but when it comes to Superman, I hold a very very high standard for a very obvious reason. He's he's basically the only American myth that we have, you know, um, and granted he he stands for everybody now, but um, he's kind of a, a source of, of pride for me living here in that he's something that, that kind of came out in modern times, whereas we have kind of a postmodern cynicism where nothing new can be done, and yet he's still there and new. So I want him to be the best thing that he can possibly be, and where people are like, oh, it's Superman, or where people don't go at it with full faith and credit, it just makes me passionately angry, so, yeah, yeah. I, I do I do like things though. I, I don't sit here crying into my little teapot and hating everything all day long, so
0: Okay, well after final uh came out of the final Crisis, uh we've got D C Universe number zero, which uh is only costing fifty cents American, so um uh, yeah. you know, Jeff Johns and um uh what's his name? Grant Morrison are really pushing um, you know, in the media this D C universe number zero as a jumping on point for people who have either never read a comic book before or who have maybe lapsed in buying comic books and saying that this is a great jump on point and for fifty cents well how can you go wrong
1: yeah and and it's kind of weird because uh... as i recall morrison doesn't really do that much of uh... talking to the media and yet i see him going on there and hyping to like like oh final cross is going to be the best thing ever you know and like with this, with this <laughs> awesome accent like, it, it, but um... It seems kind of a little weird and out of character, but I guess you kind of got to do that when you're doing an event. But uh, I really, I really look forward to uh, the Fifty Cent DC Universe Year Zero, and I will bet you it's going to rock. Even if Final Crisis ultimately ends up failing, I, I, I get a feeling that uh, the DC Universe Zero is going to be pretty good, just because it's got Johns and Morrison jamming out, and 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 it's cheap, um, you know. So it's going to be mass produced. So it's going to have to be iconic, you know. Mm. Um, I bet she 's pretty good and and i can 't wait to get to the comic book shop in two days, or I mean
0: today in the future <laughs> yeah uh, depending on when you're listening to this uh, right, broadcast. Exactly. yes, but uh yeah, I think it's a a great uh well i wouldn't call it a gimmick because you know it's it's not um you know a foil cover or a you know a variant right. cover yeah. or something like it. fifty cent is uh, is a great price for a comic book that's you know been obviously a lot of work's been put into it and Oh, yeah. um, it's a great jumping on point, so if you're someone who's listening to this program and maybe doesn't necessarily buy comics at the moment, or you've stopped buying comics, uh, you know you can't go wrong buying this 50 cent issue just to see where the DC Universe is at the moment and whether or not it's something that you might want to jump back onto and uh, start reading DC Comics uh, again, so um, I think it's a, it's a great thing that the DC are doing.
1: Yeah, I think they should do it more regularly. When they did the Superman ten cent adventure and the and the Batman one, I think it was it, it was it was uh, the stories weren't insanely good, but it was just an awesome place where people could get the comic and see where Superman's at and see if they wanted to dive in.
0: Yeah, well, I agree because there's a lot of the questions that we get on uh, uh, some of the forums, like uh, our um, Ask Matt fan forum, uh, questions to Matt saying. You know, I've haven't read a Superman comic in you know a number of years or whatever. Where should you, where do you suggest I start, or where should, what should I buy to try to get back into Superman comics? And I think uh, DC Universe Number Zero is uh, you know a great starting point for people who might be wanting to jump back into comics. And I think DC should do something uh, along those lines more often. Okay, yep. well uh, let's move into uh, t- discussions about Smallville. Um, as you said, you uh, got to interview Michael Rosenbaum at the Calgary Comic Convention. Uh, what's he like?
1: Oh, well, he's 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 a gentleman all the way. I I mean, uh, they took us to this interview room, and you're gonna you're gonna hear it in in a couple of days, folks. But uh, yeah, we we I went to this green room, and uh, I I go in, and there's George Takai, you know, Mr. Sulu. And um and, and he's just sitting there eating his lunch. He's like, You want me to leave? and I'm like, No, stay, Mr. Sulu But um, <laughs> so you know and so I sit down and and Rosenbaum comes in and he's just as I, I was nervous and I don't really get that nervous with folks anymore because I, I've met a lot of folks on the con circuit. And yet he just shakes my hand, sits down and starts cracking jokes, talking with Sulu and uh, made me feel completely at ease, so it's cool. He could've he could have very easily decimated me with this uh, star power but uh he he was actually an an incredible guy and, and he gave a really great panel and uh and an awesome interview it was it was kind of uh it was kind of awesome having written about the guy for 7 years and finally getting to meet him and uh talk with him and it it was cool
0: okay and so there's uh an audio interview that will be posted on the uh, Superman homepage um, soon after Radio KAL goes uh, on the site uh, probably a few days after so uh look for that yep. uh, uh so what's the, some of the things that we can expect in this interview
1: well, uh, basically, I asked him uh, about uh, his future projects. I did, and, and this might hack some people off, but I figured it was the right thing to do. Um, but I didn't focus on Smallville. I figured um, I, 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 we we do interviews with people after they've been part of the Superman mythos, and I figured the last thing that Rosenbaum wanted to talk about right now was so. What's it like to shave your head every day and play Lex Luthor? So I. I asked, him, I asked him a little bit about what he's going to be doing in the future and um, about uh, his own productions and his time on the stage. And uh, it, it, it was actually a little bit uh, better than a lot of the fluff interviews that I tend to hear, even though, you know, I haven't really listened to it yet. So it could just be my, me, like, sitting there <laughs> like, you remember that time in Smallville where you hit Clark? Oh, that was awesome. You know, I'm doing my little Chris Farley thing there. Uh, but I, I don't know. But uh, he, he it, it sounded really good to me when I was sitting there. So uh, yeah. we shall see Okay, well,
0: on uh, Season 7, it's uh, been better than a lot of people have expected so far. Um, I've just watched uh, a couple of the most recent episodes. I haven't seen the most recent one as yet, but um, I've been impressed with the, you know, moving forward with the whole Krypton mythos part of things and uh, Brainiac back and... Uh, Carla, yep. thankfully getting her memory back and um, yeah it seems to be moving forward and ooh, Lana's in a coma so that can't be bad um, <laughs> what are your thoughts on it?
1: i think it's I think it's actually uh starting to take a few risks because it 's getting towards the end of the run and they want to goof around a little bit, but I think that that can only help the show i 'm kind of sad that Lex is leaving in his stride. That was one thing i f- forgot to mention about the interview a second ago is that uh, that uh, Rosenbaum actually confirmed that he won 't be coming back for any like guest shots next year, although in the panel afterwards he said there 's like a ninety nine percent chance i won 't be and a one percent chance I will but uh so so it's kind of interesting to see the swan song, Rosenbaum, and uh, it, it, yeah, that, that that whole Return to Krypton thing that I've been reading about online looks awesome, and I can't wait to see that in a couple of days.
0: Excellent. So Lex Luthor will not be back for Season 8 as far as Michael Rosenbaum is concerned. You heard it here in yes. the uh, well, Radio K First.
1: Yeah, he he sarcastically in the panel he sarcastically said, "Well, you know, if they 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 back the money truck up and are like, Here, come here, have some money truck,' you know, I, I, I can't even I can't even remember the quote, and that just came out horribly. But what the <laughs> hell, library? You know. um, but you know, you're he was, he was saying that barring a miracle or or a dump truck full of money or um, a, a great break in his schedule in between his own projects, it was probably pretty unlikely.
0: Mm, yeah, yeah. Well, we heard that season eight has been picked up for a reduced licensing fee, which is why uh an inside source told us that uh Al Goff and Miles Miller didn't return for season 8 they just couldn't see them doing the show uh under those restrictions with the with the money that's being given to the show so it makes sense that uh you know Rosenbaum and possibly Alison Mack and you know and Christian Krug. um oh, you know looking at uh, what season 8 Christian's probably coming that, back for a few episodes but
1: well that's something that uh, I did uh hear at a con from a source that I cannot name um, I did hear that uh, Allison Mack has signed, but oh, okay. I you know, just treat that as a rumor, though, because I, I, I trust the source very, very um, implicitly, but I don't want to um, get anybody in trouble or be wrong. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, uh, <laughs> if nothing comes out between now and June when we'll actually meet Allison at the Metropolis Superman celebration, uh, we can ask her then.
1: Oh, yes, yeah, after I ask
0: her out on a date and yeah. try and um, well, get, get arrested. No, I think we should ask her about Smallville first. That way you can, Uh-oh. you know, we'll get that question in first before you get arrested. Well,
1: you could just, yeah, yeah well...
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, well, let's move on uh, discussing uh, movie news. Uh, as you've probably seen on the Superman homepage if you visited recently, the JLA movie is dead. Um, an inside source who works on the movie um in the production crew told me personally that uh, yes, the movie is dead the um they were all given their two weeks notice, a termination notice a couple of weeks ago and worked feverishly chaotically was the word that was used to um start archiving everything just in case I'm sure Warner Brothers will not just totally uh throw away the idea of doing a justice League movie but for the immediate future that is not going ahead um that's uh some uh, you know a bit of sad news in a way and uh to some people it's good news because they weren't happy with the way things had been reported on what uh, what was going to happen anyway so a lot of people want a individual movie for a lot of the characters, the so Wonder Woman, Flash, Green Lantern, to happen first, and another Superman movie, and the Batman movies to to do their run uh, before a Justice League movie is put in production. Uh, what do you feel about all this, Neil?
1: Well, I think uh, I I you know like I said uh, uh, last month and uh, the month before that, I believe I I was surprised that it was even happening, and I didn't think that it would go forward even after everyone seemed like oh yes, it's fast tracked, it's going in, it's going in. Um, I thought uh, I thought it pretty much hard to do or impossible given that they've got competing franchises and they're so afraid of the darn confusion. Um, and plus just the budget, and and there's not been a Wonder Woman movie or a Green Lantern movie yet, so I I can't say I'm surprised and a lot of the people I talked to at the con were like, so do you know anything about the JLA movie? Because they hadn't, you know, checked the, uh, sight in a couple of days, and, and and I told them that it was dead, and a lot of people sighed relief, which was, you know, you'd think you'd think that it'd be like, uh, oh yeah, let's have any Superman movie we can, but uh, people were really uh, expecting and hoping for kind of a linear progression. They they they'd like, and I kind I kind of echo it. They'd like a Superman movie, a Batman movie, then a Wonder Woman movie, then a Green Lantern movie, and then throw them all together, kind of like what Marvel's trying to do with Hulk and Iron Man, and then potentially Avengers. Mm-hmm. They'd just get Cap in there, you know. But
0: yeah, well. we'll see. Uh... Yeah, so for the time being, the uh, Justice League movie is not going ahead, uh, which is probably a shame for some of the actors who are using this film as a way to uh, launch their careers, because a lot of them were unknowns or uh, little-known actors. Uh, Megan Gale, the Australian model, was is probably uh, chief amongst those who was looking for Justice League to uh, launch her career as Wonder Woman. But um, on the other f- side of the coin, uh, the Superman sequel... Um, Brandon Routh was recently uh, interviewed and uh, suggested that he thought that they probably could start filming the sequel to Superman Returns early in 2009. So um, we know Brian Singer is back on board and that he's in, uh, well, last we heard was in development stages, uh, possibly looking at scripts and things like that. So maybe that will now start moving forward at a quicker pace. So that, you know, seeing as how the Justice League movie. Is now no longer on um, on on the board.
1: Yeah, well, it'd be nice. I mean, it's been a good bit of time. I think it's uh, going to be four four years between the sequels, a little, little bit
0: longer than usual. So I don't know. Yeah, well, it's uh, disappointing that you know we can't get Superman on the screen uh, as quickly as Batman seems to have uh, been on the screen. But uh, oh well, we'll just have to wait and see uh, what can be done in regards to getting that movie moving faster. Okay, um as I mentioned before, the uh, Superman celebration in metropolis, Illinois is uh moving closer, getting closer uh June is uh the the month where you and I will finally get to meet in person. Yes, yes, and I will find out that you're two feet tall. <laughs>
1: You know, <laughs> not hey, quite. Hey, you, how you doing? No. Not quite. No, so. yeah, no. You're gonna be, you're gonna to be towering over me, and I'll be like, "Don't kill me, Steve." No, it'll be great. I can't wait. I tell you, it's gonna be awesome. if people are like, you've never seen your editor in person. I'm like, well, you know, we video conference and we talk on the Skype, but not in person. I've never pumped his hand, and it's gonna be cool.
0: Yeah. So, how tall are you, actually? Exactly. Uh, I am five foot ten. How tall are you? I'm five five. So you'll be towering over me.
1: Oh, okay, all right, well, so, yeah, well, you know... No, you can can kick my butt side.
0: (laughs) Well, it'll be great to... It'll be uh, awesome. uh, No, it's going to be... We're going to try to set up a uh, meet and greet for Superman homepage members and fans. Um, We'll probably do that on the Saturday afternoon or evening, depending on uh, schedule of events that's happening at Metropolis. Um, We're going to use those uh, yellow wristbands that we did for Superman Returns and other events to uh, identify yourself as... Superman homepage fan, uh, look for um, an announcement on the website all about that kind of stuff. Uh, when uh, the celebration gets closer, probably announce that towards the end of May. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's going to be a, a real buzz. Obviously, the uh, special guests attending are, as we've mentioned, Alison Mack from Smallville, uh, Ned Beatty from Superman the Movie and Superman 2, who played Otis, and, of course, the First Lady of Metropolis herself, Noelle Neal, who starred in many many Superman movies and TV shows, including uh, obviously starting with Kirk Allen in the Superman serials, and then in the majority of the Superman Adventures of Superman TV series with George Reeves. She also appeared in uh, other TV shows, and um, obviously in Superman Returns as Gertrude Vanderworth. So, uh, Noel Neal will be celebrating 60 years of uh, being in the Superman world. And uh look forward to meeting up with her again, as well as many other comic um, celebrities. Uh, I've heard a few names. Nothing has been aff- announced officially yet. Uh, but uh, we we'll look for those announcements and a, a schedule of events to be announced soon from Metropolis in regards to what's happening there over the four-day Superman celebration. So looking forward to meeting Neil and other staff members of the Superman homepage and uh, other members uh, who uh, uh, regularly email and uh, talk to over the internet. So it looks like being a great celebration this year for Superband's 70th anniversary.
1: Yeah, looks like a lot of fun. I can't wait to see Noelle again. She's just, she's an insanely cool lady.
0: I I, I love her to death. Yeah, she is great. Okay, well, uh, let's move forward. Let's start with the big question. Big question last month. We asked people, uh, if I recall correctly, what did we ask them? Oh, what did they think of Countdown, I think was the question, now that it's come to uh, its conclusion. The first person was uh, Calvin Bowles, who uh, said, First off, Countdown totally sucked. I am now getting sick and tired of event comics that are only events because the company tells you they are. Why don't the comic companies just concentrate on good stories and let events follow through that way? Imagine, for example, the drama of the death of Superman had DC never told anyone it would happen. But they take away some of the drama by saying, Big Event Issue 75, telling us that this is a big event, can only set our expectations higher and leave us with a big letdown. They should start under, uh, under-promising under and over-delivering. The countdown was an over-promise that they could not possibly deliver on and I feel it's going to be the same for whatever they do in the future. How about them not telling us Big Event Issue 82 and just let it happen and start, start just start concentrating on making good stories that I know will never happen because of their marketing, but I long for the days when Gwen Stacy of Spider-Man was killed with no big hoopla before it, and we found out about this big event for the first time when reading the comic. Remember, we fans should decide it's an event, not the company. Hmm, interesting comments by Calvin. Yeah.
1: Justice Suarez, a.k.a. Bizarro, wrote... I'm so looking forward to count for a Countdown to end. I, it has been one of DC's greatest failures. At times, even 52 hung on a spaghetti string in my books. If Black Adam wasn't in it, it would have sunk like Titanic. Back to Countdown. When I start collecting comics... When I or when I started collecting comics, I didn't like cutting it cutting it midstream. There were times when I read Countdown, i.e. the Amazon parts, that I would flick through it and read the better parts of the comics, or I would toss the countdown issue completely aside and read other comics in my new comic book stack that needed reading. I've been reading collecting comics for twenty years and countdown in my books is not even worth the effort in rereading it again. I think DC readers need a long break from fifty-two weekly cycles. Go back to the four, six, even 12-issue cycle and impact a reader that way. I remember in 1984-85 waiting for the next issue of Crisis of Infinite Earths. I would think of how the next issue would turn out with great anticipation. Even Marvel, when they introduced the Beyonder, ah, those were the days where, where comics were worth waiting for. Countdown just does not have the brain magic that a comic book reader waits for. Now, the, now, with Trinity, I'm going to ask my comic shop if I can ever read and return comic book policy, as I am iffy to buy Trinity. DC's way of using the three big guns to lure unhappy readers for another year. Oh, I wish my comic shop had a policy like that. Thanks, guys, for listening me, listening
0: to me whine. It's free therapy. Cheers, Bizarro. No problem, Bizarro <laughs>
1: slash Dustin is good.
0: Yeah, well, uh, John, sending a lengthy email, I'll just read uh, the gist of it. Uh, I do like it, but I think it dragged too much. Or, I mean, why, why did they have this search for the Atom and then basically have number ones of the same stories that were in Countdown? I don't know. It seemed too many stories going on at the same time and too many tie-ins. I read a Superman book or some other comics that were tie-ins to Countdown 27. I think I have a pretty good memory, but I don't have photographic memory. With no, no recap in DC books, how am I expected to remember what happened in another book 21 issues ago, or if it affects or doesn't affect what's happened in the current book I'm reading? Uh, I don't know, it just seemed like it was taking too long with all the stories within Countdown that make up Countdown. Maybe they had to drag it out so they could get 52 issues out of it. Um, uh, I bet. He <laughs> says, so With well, all that said, I do like it, and I find it interesting, and find myself saying, Oh, yeah, I see how that connected to an Amazon's attack or in a Year One book or another series I read. But at the same time, I'm saying, When are they going to get to the point? So, yes, I like Countdown, but I do do I love it? No that's uh thanks to John so uh that's the thanks, John. yeah the three entries we got uh for the big question this month um people liking it not loving it some people hating it uh most people saying it dragged on way too long and didn't get to the point so that's mm. countdown to final crisis okay uh big question this month uh what do we have
1: well basically i was thinking we should have the big question be what do you guys think of Trinity, upcoming Trinity? Are you going to read it? Has Countdown destroyed your, uh, your, your capacity for reading a 52-week series? Are you hopeful? Are you not hopeful? What do you want to see? What do you not want to see? Basically,
0: your thoughts on Trinity. What are your thoughts on Trinity? How's right. that? <laughs> that sounds good. What are your thoughts on Trinity? If you want to get involved in the Big Question segment of the show, you can send your entry in either by uh, emailing us at, by clicking on the Big Question button at the Radio KAL page, or you can record an mp3 file and send that to us by doing the same thing, pressing on the big question button at the Radio KAL webpage at Superman homepage website. And we'll read or play every entry that is sent through in our next Radio KAL podcast. Awesome.
2: In the depths of space rests a planet. A planet as yet unknown to humankind. A planet of peace and prosperity. A planet falling towards chaos and turmoil. A planet that is doomed. A planet that will give us its last sun. The greatest hero Earth has ever known. Be there as Krypton breathes its last in Superman, The Last Son of Krypton, Issue 40, on April 30th, 2008. Brought to you by SupermanHomePage.com. Kara searches for answers.
0: You're scared. Something. Someone. Maybe someone who doesn't mind killing a couple of guys and tossing the bodies out with the trash?
2: You can't make me say anything. Her pursuit gathers more information.
0: Another meta? What of the target?
2: Her powers are returning, it seems. She didn't fly, but she did manage one or two good leaps. She came out of the top of some buildings behind us.
3: Very good. That does
2: please me. Tiger 5 is about to get company. He's
1: a nasty son of a bitch.
2: And the mystery deepens.
1: I don't know how, but I think these people are using boom tubes. Alien tech. Very
0: bad alien tech.
2: Supergirl, Lost Daughter of Krypton, issue 12. Premieres on April 30th, 2008. Brought to you by Superman Homepage.com. Only yeah! well, one thing alive with less than four legs can hear this frequency, Superman, and that's you.
0: Okay, secret soundbite time. Uh, last what do you, month, you got this month? Let's Well, see. let's let's have a look at last month first. Oh yeah, uh, sorry, I'm jumping you know, the gun again. I always do that. Yeah, well, you uh, you seem to want to go off early, don't you?
1: Nah, I'm just a hyper guy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, we uh we made it a little bit easier last month, and I chose a sound coming from the pilot episode of Smallville, and uh, amazingly enough, we had nine people guess it right. Those nine people were Steve Holmes, Nelda Mormon. Brandon Wigginton, Paddy, DJ Jaws, Matthew D, Christopher Hall, Jim Bennett, and Sean Hemmings. Congratulations, guys! Yep, well done, and here is this month's new secret soundbite.
2: When you asked me if I believed in life on other planets, you had no idea how
0: ironic that question was. So if you think you know which episode of Smallville that sound comes from, Use the secret sound by entry form found at the Radio KAL webpage and send your entry in. Each person who guesses it right will have their name read out in our next Radio KAL podcast.
3: Yeah!
0: Superman Song Time. What do you got this month? Let's see, uh,
1: boy, uh, Venezuelan swing band. Uh, not quite. Ah, uh, right. Actually. I give up.
0: Here's Superman by Chico DeBarge.
3: Make it big for more So go ahead and tell your friends that you messed up me. And I'll be back again. Cause I'm your superman.
0: show for another month. Uh, Remember, if you have any suggestions for a topic you'd like Neil and I to discuss, or maybe a song suggestion, or maybe a big question suggestion, feel free to send us an email using the KAL feedback button found at the Radio KAL webpage, and we'll endeavour to use those suggestions in a future show. Thanks, Neil. You stay classy, Michael Rosenbaum. You've been listening to Radio KAL from supermanhomepage.com.